Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. And welcome to the 56th episode of the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we have an episode all about social media, because ladies and gentlemen, it is becoming increasingly more important to be active on social media to stay relevant and to get the best opportunities for your career. The principles discussed in this episode not only apply to LinkedIn, but also Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anything else that means engaging with followers, friends, and connections. Because the name of the game is going to be engagement and getting conversations flowing the right way to help you in your professional life. And this is what we are going to discuss today. I brought on the legendary Sean Page, a good friend of mine who I have admired for a long time in this space. Out of all the people I know, Sean is the most active and has used social media to build a great personal brand and some solid engagement. Sean is unique because he has been a top resume writer for Let's See Grandma, our company, for several years, and he is now in charge of hiring talent for the company. Sean has used and will continue to use social media as a tool to get engaged with the right people in the professional world. So let's talk social media and make your life even more fulfilling with our 56th episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. All right, Sean, it's great to have you on. How are you doing today? Thanks for having me, Chris. I'm doing really well. I'm really excited to be a part of this podcast uh, today, and um, I'm just really looking forward to talking about social media. Man, you're an absolute legend, and every single time I see you post, it's a reminder for me to ask you to be on the show, and I'm glad I finally got around to doing it, so uh, can't thank you enough for being on here. <laughs> no, um, thank you. <laughs> so I just want to launch into it. Why Why really should someone use social media in their professional lives? What's What's the whole point? Yeah, that's. I think that's a really good question, Chris. Um, I think for a lot of people, social media is kind of seen as a passive um, part of their life in terms of, you know, they go on to stay connected with friends and family. But um, beyond that, they sort of uh, don't really see the purpose of social media. Uh, but I would say now, um, more than ever before, social media is being used in so many different avenues, and particularly in finding a job. And so um, I think it's really important that you know social to know that social media is here. It's now. Um, it's not something that's in the future. It's something that you should be investing into now because as we continue to grow, especially within um, you know the hiring world, um, social media is just steadily, increasingly being used to find good candidates, um, as well as uh, you know not only by recruiters but also people who are representatives of the company, so your friends and family. Yeah, I've always thought of it. And maybe this is just like how I first started using social media back when I was in high school, but um, as just some way to just, you know, go and see what other people are doing and post a picture, get a like here or there. Um, so it 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 hasn't had um, as much weight and importance as it does now. And now I'm realizing more and more, um, especially as the years have gone on, how this can be such an effective tool when it comes to your career. So when you're looking for a job or even looking to stay connected with people to to build meaningful relationships. So I think that's a really good point you bring up about about using it effectively. So, uh, but do you have any examples of how it's really worked well in your life um, in a more meaningful way? I know we've talked about this. Yeah, sure. Um, so I like to just think of social media as a bridge between um, 
online and in-person relationships. And so for a lot of uh, people, um, you know, um, in terms of just networking, social media is really great in that avenue. So one of a uh, really great example of um, how I really use social media in my own life was um, I actually recruited um, one of our uh, really great writers um, through uh, actually through social media. So um, I actually met her um, at a conference, um, completely different avenue from what I do. It was a volunteer conference um, uh, for a religious organization. And so um, uh, me and Ashley, we both, we went to uh, this conference together and um, basically we we really bonded together. And um, afterwards um, we added each other on social media. And as I added her onto social media, I realized- Do you remember which uh, platform it was? Um, this was on Facebook. So we, yeah, so we cool. added, added each other on Facebook. Um, and as I was steadily looking through her Facebook, I noticed that um, she was actually had an HR uh, a, a background. And so um, I actually went to LinkedIn after that and added her on LinkedIn to just look a little bit deeper into her career and see like sort of where she's been at. And so I really saw this history of someone who was really actively involved um, in nonprofit work, um, being an HR coordinator. And so I was like, huh. This is interesting. Um, And this is at the time when, you know, Let's See Grandma was still at its infancy. We needed, you know, more writers. And so I reached out to her on um, Facebook as a platform. I said, hey, you know, remember me from this conference? Um, And basically, long story short, we were we got to talking. um, I asked her sort of what her aspirations were, sort of what does she like to do in terms of HR? And she said she really liked placing candidates. And I said, well, Let's See Grandma is a great company um, that helps people on the other side of that. Um, And so I basically convinced her to join us uh, through those interactions. And so I really think that's really what uh, social media is really about. It's networking, um, but also, too, it's not just like, you know, networking for the sake of networking. It's networking with a purpose. Yes. And I want to I want to get more into that as we delve into the heart of our discussion. But with a purpose, you're not just like aimlessly, you know, putting out posts out there. You're not just like tooting your own horn the entire time. That's been my expression for the last month. Sorry. Um, but you're not just doing that. It's it's more purposeful and more meaningful. Um, and I think that's great. So kind of delving into the heart of the content here, um, I want to give people a little bit of context about what not to do. Um, there's always a dark side when it comes to these things. What do you What do you really think the biggest mistake is that people are making on social media? I think it's just like sort of what you were hinting at before, just, you know, going on social media and just liking random posts and not really like sort of just randomly engaging with folks. Um, And in some ways, that is really good if you're the whole purpose of social media for you is just to keep up with friends and family. But if you really want to step up your game and really want to create a job opportunity from your network, you really have to create, um, you know, active engagement. And so active engagement um, is not just liking statuses and just like, you know, sitting behind and waiting for someone, you post something random and just waiting for people to like it and hoping for them to engage, but it's actually making your newsfeed um, become engaging for you. And so one of the things that I really do, mainly on my Facebook platform, but sometimes on LinkedIn as well, um, is really propose questions to my audience, you know, um, not something um, like, for instance, if I'm looking in an and I have like a certification that I'm really interested in and I really don't know whether or not it's worth the money. I just post a question to my network saying, hey, 
Does anyone have any experience with this certification? Is it important? You know, how are you using it in your career? Um, and so by just asking those questions, that really gets people involved and engaged. And then also to um, reciprocation. Um, a lot of times, you know, in our culture, we're very, uh, you know, we have become so self-absorbed, especially on social media, that we're all about people liking us, but we're not about reciprocating that energy backwards. Um, and so for, for, um, being really active on social media, one of the uh, key things that I think is really important is not only trying to create, uh, create engagement through these thoughtful questions, but also gauging with your audience, you know, going and, you know, liking people's posts, um, commenting on it, um, creating discussion and conversation, um, but make it fruitful. You know, there's also, um, you know, some people get in the pitfalls of, you know, I disagree with someone's post, so I'm going to sit here and argue <laughs> on this post. <laughs> And, you know, that's, you know, in some ways that that can be meaningful, but also know who your audience is and and, and make sure that you, you know, know when to to keep the tone in a way that not only is it's continuing the engagement because we we definitely encourage you to to interact, but make sure that you're not becoming a little too uh, trigger happy in terms of how you engage with uh, other people in your network. This has got to be like one of the core principles. This is something I want to work on better when I'm posting things on LinkedIn. And I love your questions idea. Posing these kinds of questions and getting people engaged, I think, is just so key. But like, say I am trying to get into, I guess, that mindset of being able to connect with people, whereas I'm just used to just kind of being passive and liking people's posts here and there and not being so meaningful. But how do I turn my mind into Sean's mind? <laughs> Sean's mind, like I'm sure this took you some time to develop this, um, or maybe you've been a natural from the start. But how can I just be a more engaging person when it comes to the online world? Well, I think one of the things is to think about yourself as what a lot of companies have been doing on, like for instance, on Twitter. You're a brand. Um, you know, you're a brand. No matter how you look at it, you know, you have a certain um, people who uh, choose to follow you, who are choosing to listen to you, and, and choosing to want to engage with you. Um, so, by being a brand, you really have to think about who your audience is, who who you want to engage. And so, um, a lot of things that I do, and and this took me time and practice. Like, I didn't just wake up and was like, "Yeah, I got a hundred plus people liking my posts." Like, it took me time to grow my my movement and my collection of people and my network to want to listen to me. And so a lot of times, um, one of the things I always tell people is when you're looking at not only understanding like the social media site that you're using is important. So for instance, a lot of times, you know, uh, people will use Twitter, um, you know, both by having professional profile for their work, but also too, they'll have a kind of personal Twitter that they'll use to sort of just broadcast random thoughts and um, and things of that and share random posts and things of that nature. Um, And so like, that's one of the ways you can kind of separate it. I know some people from the Instagram, Yeah, so like I know some people for Instagram, for instance, um, they'll actually go and make their profile specifically for a certain target market. So, for instance, if I was someone who was really into traveling, they'll make a travel Instagram where it's just like specifically only for travel posts, only quotes related to travel, only articles related to travel, things of that nature, because they know that if they create any other type of content, people start to get disengaged because that's not what they sign up for. Sure. Yeah. And so it's just understanding that as a concept is it's the first step. Um, and then could, could, sorry to cut mm-hmm. in here, but could you theoretically use that for your job search? So or like maybe like not your job search, because that might be too short lived. 
but like your career. So say like you're into like tech or programming or something like that and then impossibly create like a tech or programming Instagram and just, I don't know, post cool pictures of you coding and, um, you know, like showing some some things that you're working on as projects and then have that personal side to you as well by having another account. Yeah, I definitely think that that is something that is a good step. I know, for instance, that for me, um, you know, one of the things that I do is I work in public health. So one of my Twitters is specifically for all the posts that I I do for uh for my company in public health. And so I'll actually go um, whenever I'm at a conference or whenever I'm in a specific meeting, I'm always posting like quotes or like pictures of like people that I'm interacting with and things of that nature. Um, Because that is a timestamp, like you said, that, um, you know, it really showcases like, you know, this is where I'm at in my career. This is the things that I'm doing. And then that's something that you actually can refer back into applications. Um, Because a lot of applications these days actually ask you for your um, social media site. So it'll ask you for like your Twitter handle. Um, it'll ask you for your yeah. uh, LinkedIn profile um, um, link. Um, it'll even ask you for your website. So I think, you know, all these are great ways to really track how your career is moving forward. Yeah. I, I've i noticed that more more often than ever, like I'll apply for like an accelerator program or something like that. I'll ask for my Facebook, Twitter handle. I'm like, why do you need this? Um and I've even had clients of ours, Sean, Facebook friend request me. I'm like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like almost weird, but um, it just makes me think that I need to be more conscious of these things, not just my LinkedIn profile, because I, I mean, I have that down professionally, but um, just all the other channels that people might be looking for me. There's also this hesitation too. I know some some of our listeners and um, some people out there might be thinking, hey, like. You know, I want to keep my life private. I don't believe in, you know, computers and and cell phones and all that stuff. And I think what's really important um, is that separation that we're talking about, separating personal from private. And so even if you're if you're someone who's like, I don't want to share my uh, my my information out there. Just know that the, the scary part is your information is already out there regardless of you sharing it or not. But at least you can have control over your information when you create these profiles. And so um, if you're creating a, uh, a public profile that you know is just specifically for you to keep track of your career, I think that's a great thing. And then you have more control over how you are presenting yourself um, to companies um, versus um, if you're someone who's like, I, I want to keep my private life private then you can you don't have to create a private account. You can easily just, you know, have this public account as just a sort of almost like a CV in a way as a way to yeah. kind of track um, your progress. No, that's that's a really good point. And there is some hesitation, especially with clients who are um, sorry, job seekers who are a little bit on the older side, people who, you know, haven't used these platforms in such a way. But I would encourage them to just try it out, you know, and, and I think exactly what Sean said about setting things to private that you may want to, I think that's okay too. So I want to talk about the principle of personal brand. And this is something that, you know, we've even have had episodes in the past about personal brand and like showcasing who we are as a professional. And I think you've done such a great job of it throughout all your different channels that you post on. What are some stages, I guess, for people who are trying to get their personal brand down who may not have that confidence to start, you know, engaging with people and posting on these different channels? So I think it's all about being authentic, you know, just reminding yourself that like, okay, if I'm someone who I know is not going to actively post every day, 
how do I at least find a comfortable middle ground for myself to really be authentic in the way that I'm, I'm proposing questions that I know matter to me, but also at the same time, I'm doing it at a rate that I'm comfortable at. It's not, um, you know, just that I am, um, you know, just, you know, spewing out posts just, you know, just for the likes or just for the comments. Um, and so I think that's one thing. Um, I think another thing is really yes. um, having trial and error, you know, it, no matter what you do in life, there's always going to be a trial and error period. And so knowing that, okay, maybe I threw out a post that only, you know, no one really engaged that no one really looked at, like, you know, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. It happens to the best of us, but it at least helps you to kind of figure out, okay, now I know this is content that might not be um, something that like, people in my like network are not experts at or might not be something that they're interested in talking about and then you just move on and you try something different um and you know and and as you progress more and more you start to see the posts that you know that most people are going to be engaged in versus the ones that people aren't really you know that interested in yeah is it really that embarrassing if you post something and you get like one like on it is it really that bad or is this something that people you know you shouldn't even worry about you know yeah yeah and i and i think that it's not something that i mean you know it's funny because there's a lot of psychology that's involved in this as well and so i mean i know some people they're like you know after an hour they don't get any likes they'll just delete a post like and you know i and i get it like you know some people it does mess with your confidence is you know you're like oh yeah this is something great this is something that i'm really really interested in and really want to be involved in and then they like get no likes well instead of it taking it as a negative turn it into a positive say hey like Maybe there's not enough people in my network that actually cares about what I want to talk about. Maybe I need to go and engage with more people outside my network and and try to uh, build more people into this network that really would like to have those discussions. So instead of like, you know, dwelling on, you know, hey, like I'm not getting the things that I, I want to get out of this, you know, put some energy into trying to turn it into a positive and really make it something that's. Um, you know, fruitful for you, because I think that social media has so much built in flexibility that um, you can really, you know, use it in any way possible. And I think that if you go in there with that mindset that the limit, the limit is limitless, then I think you can really start to uh, build yourself and build confidence in how you really utilize your social media. Yes, it is. Absolutely. I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, the principle of your authentic self and the idea of it being limitless, I think is great. Because never, ever in the history of civilization have we had the opportunity to just like whip out our smartphone or device, post something, and somebody across the world can read it, react to it, um, and possibly stir up some engagement or opportunities that can help you in your career and you can help them. And I think that's just such an incredible principle that people need to realize and people need to take advantage of it 100%. So uh, that's, that's fantastic, man. Want to make sure we have enough time to hear about you and how people can follow you, learn more from you. Uh, but quick, we have a lightning round of three questions I'd like to get answered in regards to social media. Question number one, how can I decide what channel is best for me in my situation? So Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, what? So I really think it comes down to your personality and what you're trying to get out of it. If you were a creative type, um, I definitely say things like Instagram and Snapchat are definitely going to be more up your alley because um, you can really showcase your artwork and other things. If you're someone who's just more, I, I just want to have something just to connect with my colleagues and I just really just want to have a, uh, a work relationship with my network. 
Um, obviously, LinkedIn is that one. And then for Facebook, that's the one where it's more a little bit blend between personal and professional. It's your friends, your family, um, sometimes your coworkers or your boss. Um, and so I think, you know, it really um, it comes down to personality and how you want to utilize um, your social media. Second question, how much time should I be devoting to social media if I have the intent of advancing my career? Definitely. Uh, I think that's always a great question. And obviously, it's really going to vary. You know, um, if you're a communication specialist or, you know, someone who's really trying to create a career within social media, obviously, your numbers are going to be way higher than an average person. I mean, ideally, you should be going on every day and you should be posting contact at least twice, maybe three times a day. Um, if you're someone who's just a new person starting off in social media and you really just want to sort of fill it out and build your brand, I would definitely say, you know, a post here and there, maybe like 20 to 30 minutes a day um, is definitely like uh, more ideal. Um, but, you know, as you work, as you get more and more comfortable, um, I would say like, you know, most average people probably are spending, you know, a couple hours of social media a day. So um, I think, uh, you know, as we progress in society and so- social media becomes more ingrained, the more hours that we start to put into it. And our third question here is, say I am trying to build up my personal brand and my social media engagement. What should I prioritize more in-person networking and then following up later with those connections I just made or possibly reaching out to people cold on social media and, and trying to make connections there? What do you think is the most effective strategy? I'm more extroverted. So I think this is very much so extroverted versus um, introverted type of question. Um, As someone who's extroverted, I'm definitely going to be the one to say, hey, like in person first, then we connect. Um, But if you're introverted and you're someone who's like really much so you really adore someone, you're really you see them at work, but you're not someone who's going to be confident to just stroll up to your coworker and be like, yeah, like we should add each other on LinkedIn. Obviously, I think, you know, the latter uh, solution is going to probably be better for you and make you feel more comfortable. So I think it's really comes down to like how you uh, get your energy and how you feel as a person in terms of interacting, what makes you feel comfortable. So I would say whatever makes you feel most comfortable. But for me personally, I know that the becoming friends, uh, uh, interacting first in person is the better solution for me. You really are spot on with that because that first story you opened up about how you met Ashley at the event and then you connected with her on Facebook and then you followed up with her later. I think that's a great story. Uh, But exactly like for those introverted people, they may have another way, which is getting targeted with finding actual people through a search and then reaching out to them that way. Well, Sean Page, you've been absolutely fantastic here. Um, We'll talk about how people can find out more about you. But first, I wanted to ask do you have any final bits of advice for people looking to enhance their social media life? Yeah, um, I definitely say, you know, take it, you know, take it as you will. Um, Social media, again, is a powerful tool, um, but it's a tool that is, you know, made to make your life feel more comfortable, um, to make it easier for you to, uh, you know, keep up with people and network. And so um, I definitely say, you know, don't just go in and just go all in. You know, it's like, it's like, Having a diet versus a lifestyle, you know, a diet, you're going to quickly go in and try to lose as much weight as possible. But um, a lifestyle is something that you do in increments. And then over time, it becomes so integral in your life that you never notice it, that it is part of your life. And so I always tell people like social media needs to be treated like a lifestyle, not like a diet, because if you're treating it like a diet, 
um, eventually you're going to end up ghosting. You know, I've seen people do this all the time. They post five times a day. They're really aggressive. And then one day they have a mental breakdown or, you know, they need to take a mental health day and then they're off social media for six months. Um, within six months, you lost all your followers. Like no one is going to be following you. And actually the algorithm is made in such a way that if you're not posting in a consistent manner, it's not going to show your posts are not going to be shown as, uh, uh, as actively as other people's posts. Um, and so that's one thing that I'm always priding myself. I know my posts are being like shared by the algorithm all the time because I'm always, the, I'm always consistently posting at certain points in the day. And I can, and I can tell that it's making it, my post being shown to other people's feed more, um, more commonly than others. So I definitely say like, you know, treat it like a lifestyle, make sure that you're, um, you're doing it in a way that's healthy. Um, don't become overly assessed or don't become, you know, someone who wants to like, you know, take diet pills and like, you know, like, you know, really, really get involved in it. Like, you know, be, make sure that you're doing it in a comfortable level. And I think that if you're doing it that way, um, you'll find that social media is here to, to benefit you. And, um, you have as much control over your audience as your audience has control over you. Well, Sean Page, I want people to know how they can find out more about you or follow you. Do you have any avenues? Yes, definitely. Um, people can uh, follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, my LinkedIn profile is linkedin.com slash in slash Sean, S-E-A-N dash page, P-A-G-E dash C-A-P-M. Um, please feel free to follow me. I, I would love to have new followers and to answer any questions you might have about social media. Fantastic. And for those of you who are driving, jogging, whatever right now, what I'll do as always is put this URL in the bottom of the description. So that way you can just pull it up that way. And uh, LinkedIn is great. I've been touting the benefits of LinkedIn for a long time, especially think LinkedIn is up and coming even more so than it has been in the past. So uh, definitely do so and get on LinkedIn if you aren't already. Well, this concludes the 56th episode of the Career Warrior podcast. We heard some amazing bits today. Um, we especially learned about how to treat social media as an engagement tool. And I just love, and I mean this, I love Sean's advice about not treating this like a diet, like something you do really quickly, but something that you can actually maximize in the long term because that's the best way to do it. So hopefully all of you can go out there and start using this tool more effectively and I would say slow and steady is, is the game really here and making sure that you use it as effectively as possible by not burning out. All right, warriors, you've been tasked to go out there and be better social media people. And this concludes the 56th episode, and I'll see you next time. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks guys for being true warriors and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.